Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Mickey Spagnola, DallasCowboys.com, Sunday afternoon against the Packers. It's like the Cowboys open up every year, it seemed like, against the Giants. And it seemed like no matter what year it is with the playoffs, it's the Packers. Not always, but there's a great history there that dates back to the 60s. Mickey, uh, Green Bay, what is the what is it about the Packers that would be the biggest concern if you're a Cowboy fan? Well, I think that they're playing a whole lot better now uh, than they were playing at the beginning of the season. If you think about it, uh, they started off with a first-year starting quarterback and went 2-5, and five, and they finished the season 7-3. and three. Uh, I think Jordan Love is playing much better. Uh, but if we look at the, the Cowboys' history at this uh, phase of the game and what the Packers did to them last year when they played in the regular season running for 207 yards, I would imagine we're going to see if they've figured out how to stop the run, but we're coming at them like they did last year in that game. Uh, and I had forgotten this until one of the players told me they ran the ball 13 of the first 16 plays of the game. So they had two series, and they ran the ball 13 times and gained 65 yards. So I would imagine they're going to say, okay, let's see. Mickey, is there any problem? Uh, yeah. Mickey, is there any solace that, that, I don't know, and you won't know until after the game, but the big bad wolf in Green Bay who, when it came to beating the Cowboys, especially in the postseason, Aaron Rodgers is gone. Uh, is there maybe any solace Cowboys fans can take in that? Well, I guess uh, he's gone. Bart Starr's not there anymore, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> glad at one point that Troy Aikman wasn't there. You know, it's weird. This is the ninth time they met in the playoffs, and the two teams are each won four games. Uh, the Packers won the first two, the NFL championship game. Then the Cowboys won uh, three, uh, or won that uh, ridiculous Super Bowl tournament. They played the Packers in 82, and then they won three straight uh, in the 90s. Uh, and then the Packers have won the last two uh, games that they've played in the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'd rather be playing a guy that's his first year starting, although I'll give you, I'll tell you what, Jordan Love, you go look. These last seven or eight games, 
he's only thrown one interception. So he's playing a whole lot better. So this is not some pancake that the Cowboys are playing uh, come Sunday. All right, so obviously he's playing well. What makes him dangerous? He doesn't see, although he can run, that is not what he does. He has a strong arm. He might feed it to the wrong person every once in a while, like you said, but he's in a pretty good run. What is it about him that makes him pretty good? Yeah, I, I think he, I mean, I think you mentioned it. he's got a really good arm, uh, and he's got this ability to throw, his arm is good enough that he can throw off his back foot. So you may think he's kind of out of, out of the play when he's backing up, backing up. Uh, but he can throw off that back foot and, and, and accurately too. So uh, that and the fact that if they run the football, then that allows them to get into their play action game. Uh, that's pretty good. Mickey Spagnola with us. Cowboys and Packers on Sunday afternoon at AT&T Stadium. Mickey, the Cowboys also will be as close to full health as they 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 probably can be. Tyler Smith looks like he's going to go, and Stephon Gilmore looks like he's going to go, right? Yeah, and and really that the, all the guys that were on the uh, injury report this week uh, came off, and the only guy that's listed as questionable is Cooper Rush with an illness, which had been going around that locker room. Which I'm not sure why I was hanging out in it for a couple days. Uh, but yeah, that's it. So, uh, and the Packers got a little bit of a problem uh, with Jari uh, Alexander, their top cornerback. Uh, he sprained an ankle early in the week, and uh, he's a little iffy right now. We'll see if he's able to go. So I'm thinking if he can't go, and Stefan Gilmore is only 70 or 80 percent with that shoulder injury. That that'll even things out at the cornerback spot. Yeah, Jay Alexander's a, a personality now, pretty good player. But I was listening to a Green Bay writer. Uh, I don't know what segment it was, but he was saying that Alexander's been kind of maybe a little bit erratic this year. He's the one that walked out to do the captains. He wasn't even supposed yeah. to be yes. out there. Got suspended read, for a game. I, yeah, I just read that. And not in, not only did he go out there because you're only supposed to send three out there, so he was the fourth. But he decided that he was the one that was going to call the coin toss, like make the decision. Mm -hmm. And they had already told the other guys what to do to defer, right? And he goes out there and says, we want to play defense, which that's not what you say, right? No, ever. And and so the official goes, you mean you want to defer? And he goes, well, yeah, whatever. We just want to play defense first. And the official gave him a break and said, okay, you're deferring. Otherwise, he was going to screw up the call. And they suspended him. They said there were other issues. It wasn't just that. But they suspended him for conduct de- detrimental to the team. Yeah, I think he's got some – some of the bricks or uh, some of the uh, flights in the elevator or whatever aren't all there for him. He's got a little bit of that I- I uniqueness to him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Mickey, I would say contract detrimental to the team is almost having to kick off twice in the game. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. In a game, and and in a game, you had to had to win to be able to get into the playoff. Mm-hmm. Yep, Mickey. I know that he has not uh, been prolific as the third wide receiver. Um, you know, as far as catching the ball, but Jalen Tolbert has really turned himself into a valuable asset for the Cowboys. He's really been quite good on special teams. I, mean, I know he did catch the touchdown um, and appears to be a very willing and able blocker. Uh, what a jump from year one to year two for him as, a, a, as 
to contribute to this team. I guess he'd be the fourth receiver, but to contribute yeah, to this which, team. Which is which is a good lesson for everybody to not jump to conclusion on rookies if they don't just automatically come out and become uh, a Pro Bowl player as a third round pick in the in a, in their rookie year, right? Sometimes it takes guys a while to acclimate to the NFL game. I mean, let's remember he was playing what South Alabama. He he, he made the jump from South Alabama to the NFL, uh, and and I think he's showing now why the Cowboys used that third round pick on him. He's pretty valuable. And, he, and he's starting to get good instincts. You know, we're talking to Dak and him about the touchdown pass that you mentioned. You know, it was an unscheduled play. You know, the, the, the Dak had to move around just a little bit, and he sensed, uh, Tolbert did, that uh, if he kept going to his right, he was going to be covered. So he stopped, and he said, I went back to the left, and Dak trusted me and, and to, to, to kind of sense that. And he put the ball right past the DB's ear because he wasn't looking, and Tolbert's able to make the touchdown catch. So that kind of shows you not only his growth, but Dak's trust growing in him. Mickey, the uh, All-Pro team was released. The Cowboys honored with, I think, was it eight players, maybe nine? Uh, and, and I know that that the defensive that edge rush with uh, Micah Parsons, you, you can only get two, and so it's what J, uh, T.J. Watt and uh, Miles Garrett. So that, you know, it's hard not to think he's a first-teamer, but still being named to the Pro Bowl. Anybody in particular, because you can't have everybody, but anyone in particular you think may have been left off that shouldn't have been? You know, I thought they did a pretty good job first and second team, and I know Michael was second team, but uh, and, and I thought it was uh, really perceptive of the voters uh, to get Tyler Smith on the second team. Uh, but if you looked at the NFLPA, did their own uh, voting uh, and, and did their own all-pro team, and the only guys, if you were voting, you can only vote for players at your position or at a position you played against. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tyler Smith and Zach Martin were the first team tackles, I mean guards, excuse me. Uh, as for answering the question, you know, Demarcus Lawrence has had a pretty darn good season, uh, and especially playing the run, tackles for losses. And I understand what happens uh, with that voting. Everybody looks at the sacks, and they act like the sacks are the only thing that counts. Demarcus Lawrence is the best run-defending defensive lineman, and I think you've seen it now the last two weeks at least, the plays he's made in critical situations on running plays. Uh, and, and so that's the only guy that uh, I thought if you really watched the quality of his play and the plays he made, he might have should have made maybe at least the second team, uh, but it didn't happen. But again, when you get that many guys on, it's hard to kind of complain when you've got, I think, what, four guys on offense or, or actually five if you include the punter making the second team, Aubrey, the kicker making first team and then three offensive linemen and also uh, Micah. So, yeah, it, it was pretty fair, I thought. Mickey, also with Demarcus Lawrence, I mean, people who haven't followed his career probably don't know the growth as a player that he's had, but early on in his career, he was a bit of a liability against the run, and now, like you said, he's the most dominant run defender the Cowboys have. Yeah, and, I, you know, it was funny. 
uh, Paul, I, I reminded him, uh, I, I think it was maybe Tuesday. What? No, it would have been Wednesday after the Detroit game. And, uh, you know, Detroit was saying, well, we're going to see them again. And I, and I told Lawrence, I said, they don't want to see you again. And I, and I, I said, do you remember what happened in your first game against them? He goes, yeah, absolutely. Well, if you remember, it was his rookie year. He missed the majority of the season. He suffered a, a, a fractured fifth metatarsal. I want to say it was either the first or second game of the season uh, as a rookie. And he came back, and they got into that playoff game against Detroit. And he, he recovered a fumble, and he tried to pick up and run with it after he had it, and he fumbled it back to Detroit, right? Well, two plays later, uh, he sacked uh, he sacked Matthew Stafford, uh, caused a fumble, and recovered the fumble. So it was his first sack of his career, his first uh, forced fumble of his career, and second recovered fumble of his career. And I said, and then what you did on those couple plays towards the end of that game, I said, they don't want to see you again. And he just laughed because he remembered his rookie uh, that game, his rookie season. I'm glad you brought up Demarcus Lawrence because he, he made big plays. I know Micah gets all the attention, but he did make a bunch of disruptive and, and big plays, big moments. Mickey, uh, last thing. If Dallas, if we know the stretch. 95, they win the Super Bowl third and four years, and then – since that time, it's been a playoff, not drought, but they haven't been to the championship game, much less even thought about a Super Bowl. If they don't get to the championship game, the NFC championship game, other than the opponent who's also getting paid, what might be the reason? Um, I think one of two things. Number one, the defense. Uh, falls apart, meaning they don't do a good job uh, stopping the run. Because if you look at the last uh, several playoff games that they lost, and I'm going to take you back to uh, 2018 season when they got beat by the Rams at the Coliseum, mm-hmm. they gave up 273 yards rushing. Yep. And 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 these last games, the the, the teams that beat them, San Francisco. Uh, ran the ball on them. So that'll be one thing. The other thing will be if the offensive line doesn't do a good job of providing uh, protection for Dak Prescott, because you see the level he's playing and the connection with uh, himself and CeeDee Lamb, uh, when he has time or if he can just move in the pocket to create time and and get the ball on unscheduled looks to CeeDee, they're awfully, awfully good. So I think that's one thing because there have been times where teams have decided uh, Buffalo did it, Miami did it. Uh, they decided we can't stop that running, uh, that passing game playing it straight. So we're blitzing. Uh, and they've got to do a much better job of picking up blitzes uh, for Dak to be able to function uh, the way we've seen him be able to function this year. Uh, with the second highest passing efficiency in the league. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.